Hello and welcome to the first edition of the Governor Watts Free Speech Law and Video Game Music Podcast Bonanza. My name is Governor Watts. I'm the son of Stephen Colbert, and I'm an attorney licensed to practice law in California. Today, I want to start out by talking about the concept of free speech and then end with video game music. Free speech, in the way that people use it, has two possible meanings. The first is freedom from government enforcement of laws against you, criminalizing the things that you say and punishing you for what you say, how you say it, where you say it, under what circumstances you say it. That's the first idea of free speech. The second idea of free speech is more of an abstract principle that we as a society have decided that we cherish and we will allow people to speak freely without us trying to silence them as private citizens. So the difference is that under the first type of free speech, which is legal free speech, you're free from the government punishing you. And under the second type, you would be free from other people shouting you down, private people who are not part of the government. Now, there's some social justice warriors, as they call themselves online, who make a big deal out of the fact that when, uh, for example, Milo Yiannopoulos, if you're familiar with this guy, he's a a right-wing provocateur that visits college campuses and says mildly racist things and then gets a bunch of protests around him, the uh, social justice warriors will attack conservatives who say, hey, don't protest Milo with Molotov cocktails like they did at UC Berkeley earlier this year. That is a violation of Milo's free speech rights. And the social justice warriors will say, hey, no, hey, man, free speech just means freedom from government, not freedom from Molotov cocktails thrown by private citizens. That's not the government. Therefore, People who throw Molotov cocktails at right-wing provocateurs are not violating the free speech rights of said provocateurs. And they may be correct, legally speaking. The First Amendment to the Constitution says, Congress shall make no law abridging the freedom of expression, etc., etc. And then the Fourteenth Amendment to the Constitution applies that First Amendment to the states. And through the states, it also applies to cities, city governments as subunits of the state. It also applies to the University of California as an arm, a branch of uh, of the California state government. And so technically, the social justice warriors are correct that free speech legally only means that the government can't punish you. If the cops were throwing Molotov cocktails at Milo or shooting him in the head, as they've been known to do with certain other people who are saying things that they don't like from time to time, then that would indeed be a free speech violation legally because the government can't arbitrarily throw Molotov cocktails at people without due process. You have to go through a trial first before you can be executed, and generally you can't be executed by Molotov cocktails because of the Eighth Amendment's prohibition on cruel and unusual punishment, and also Molotov cocktails generally are not an appropriate form of uh, of silencing uh, speech. Uh, the government typically can't do that. But putting that aside, there is also, like I said, the second version of free speech, which is the principle of free speech. And when conservatives 
are complaining about Milo Yiannopoulos getting shut down at Berkeley by Molotov cocktails and dumpster fires. And I don't mean the president. I mean literal dumpster fires. The conservatives are not talking about legal free speech. They are talking about the principle of free speech. For the same reason that when Bernie Sanders holds a rally and protesters jump up on stage and steal the microphone from Bernie Sanders, that that is a violation of the principles of free speech, which is that you let people speak and then you respond to the speech if you don't like it. And if somebody happens to have a microphone and they're speaking with a microphone that they bought and paid for, you don't get to steal that microphone and use it yourself. You get your own microphone. You hold your own rally. You don't steal someone else's rally or microphone. If you show up at a rally, like a Bernie Sanders rally, and you want to make your views heard, then hold up a sign or say something or hand out flyers. But you don't go to the point, you don't get to the point where you're actually preventing someone else from speaking because that is a violation of the principles of free speech, the theory of free speech in the abstract. And for the same reason, when you, if you try to kill someone or burn down the building that they're in or uh, attack them because of what they're saying, you are violating their right to free speech in the way that we talk about free speech principles, in the way that we talk about free speech in the abstract. So that's the difference between legal free speech and the principle of free speech. Related to this is, the, uh, for example, the idea of hate speech. Now, there are, and, and social justice warriors, the people on the internet that complain about uh, Milo's free speech rights being violated, not actually being violated as long as it's a private citizen that's throwing the bombs at him. These social justice warriors, they do understand the difference between legal free speech and free speech principles because they use the term all the time. They say hate speech is not free speech. Have you ever seen that on the internet? Hate speech is not free speech. Actually, legally, Yes, it is. There is no hate speech exception to the First Amendment. The First Amendment protects people who say offensive things, even abhorrently offensive things. The most famous Supreme Court case on the subject involved Nazis marching in Skokie, Illinois, which was a town that had the highest uh, percentage per population of Holocaust survivors of any municipality in the United States. Nazis held a march through Skokie, Illinois, and they were denied a permit, and the, the government said, no, you can't do that. That's hate speech, essentially, is what they said. You know who defended them? The ACLU. The ACLU went, ba- went to bat for the Nazis in Skokie, Illinois, and, the reason, and they won. And the reason why is because when you give the government the power to decide what's hateful and what's not, you're not going to like the results all the time. For example... If we gave the current government of the United States the power to decide what's hateful and what's not, well, let's see. Who's the president? Donald Trump. Who controls Congress? Oh, all those evil Republicans. So what kind of laws do you think the government is going to pass? What kind of speech do you think that the current government is going to consider hateful? And so unless you want to run the risk of the government saying that, anti-Trump speech is hateful, then 
what you do is remove that power to decide what speech is hateful or not from the government. And that's what the current First Amendment jurisprudence has done over the last 60 years since New York Times versus Sullivan and a couple others around the that same time period. Uh, you can Google these cases and, and learn about it. So the point is that hate speech is free speech legally, but it that, and, and does it violate the free speech principles? Well, that's something that the, you can argue about because that's, that's a matter of opinion, free speech principles. So as long as there's people out there saying hate speech is not free speech, those same people are hypocrites. If they turn around and say throwing Molotov cocktails at Milo does not violate his free speech, because it does. In the same way that hate speech is not free speech to some people, Throwing a Molotov cocktail at someone because they're talking is also a violation of free speech, at least the free speech principles. Oh, also legally, it's not okay to throw bombs. It's not a violation of free speech law, but it is a violation of several other laws. Do not throw bombs at people. It's bad form. This podcast is not legal advice. It is legal information. Use it however you choose, but do not sue me if I turn out to be wrong. I won't be wrong, but don't sue me just in case. My name's Governor Watts, I'm the son of Stephen Colbert, and up next, video game music.